it's your girl Mish. Welcome to another episode of Love Mish, where I share my thoughts, opinions, and ramblings, and sometimes I'll have guests over, but no subject is off limits. It's a billion people in the world, and I'm one of them. So welcome to my world. Let the conversation begin. Hey, loves. Oh, my God. Can we just say round of applause? I have crossed one of the many finish lines in life. So guess who doesn't have to pay for it? My fucking car they ain't driving. That went from 8K to 16K. Ding, ding, ding. Me. Oh, my God, y'all. Two months later, shout out for Cleveland and Cleveland, my attorneys. Case closed, sealed, and delivered. I got my email, popped a bottle, champagne, confetti. Woo! I do not have to worry about that white elephant in the room. I don't have to worry about somebody knocking on my door telling me to sign here. I've been summoned to court. My paycheck about to be garnished. Like, oh. I want to say thank you to my parents for being Bank of Jackson and helping me out. I want to say thank you to my sisters for opening up their lovely homes with their families and allowing me to basically spend the whole summer with them while I gather my coins and get my life back together. Round of applause again. Guess who has moved in? It's not a house, but that is okay. Everything comes at the perfect time. But your girl got brand new renovated two-bedroom, one-bath apartment with an office. And my room is big as fuck. I can put a stripper pole in here if I want to. I can put a whole motherfucking futon, sofa set, with a table in here. I have a big-ass closet. All my stuff finally fit. I got one side for my casual clothes, one side for my business clothes. I'm just waiting on Papa Bear to come put my TVs up. That's my real daddy. He didn't give me the drill, so my love interest can put them up for me. But um, I'm going to be doing a YouTube. I might start that right after this. Matter of fact, I have all this data with me looking for apartment, the different places I went to, um, including this one before I moved in, and I still have a before and after, so I'll be... Um, Y'all, I have a lot going on. If you just go to linktree.com forward slash love, period, Mish, you'll see everything that I got my hands dipped into. Like, I am such a creative person. I always wonder why I would get so tired of something so fast. I just have to keep myself busy with all this creative energy. Let it flow. Put it to use. Like they say, idle mind is the devil's playground and ain't nothing idle over here. So we must be heavenly minded. Um, but I have so much things going on and I hope everybody is safe with this hurricane. But I'm going to definitely use this time to, you know, get ahead on everything that I got my hands on. Make sure my logo's good. My business cards are good. What products I'm about to be selling when I open this store. What bank I'm going to use. Like, I was on pause for a minute, y'all. <laughs> for a couple of weeks over the whole fucking summer. Two months. And I was going crazy. But 
no matter what life hands you, just notice when you're down, you're gonna come up, and when you're up, you're gonna go down. It's a motherfucking roller coaster. So smile at all times, keep your energy straight. Cause I do think when you're stressing and stuff, you stop good stuff from coming in because you reflect in that bad energy and can't shake it in. So try to keep your chakras balanced. Keep your head level, meditate, and just know that either you can do something in the moment or you can't. If you can do something, make sure you're doing it. And if you can't, you know, just make sure you did everything that you can do so that you're not holding yourself back. Um, So let me get back to this because that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about mothers. I want to say congratulations to all the mothers in the world. You guys are motherfucking super woman i don't know how you do it i'm amazed at my grandmother my aunties my mother my sisters my friends our baby mamas all the baby mamas like what okay so this came to me because while i was living with my sisters you don't really know somebody till you live with them put it that way so if y'all getting together he 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 have a drinks club and you don't get to see their everyday life but when you actually live with them you get to see they am to pm like a day in the life of a bit. <laughs> so, and that shit is on repeat. I was only there for a couple of weeks too, but so I don't know. This shit is on repeat. Um, You think just because your child turned 18, nope. I still call my mama to this day. My mama still ta- call her grandma to this day. If my grandma's mother was alive, I'm pretty sure she would be calling her. So this shit is on repeat to the death of you. So you sign a contract to death. That's your first marriage. Your child is your first marriage. Probably family, because you stuck with their ass forever, too. Then your child, your husband, all of that. But I wanted to dedicate this podcast to all the mothers because, oh, my God, you guys are such an inspiration. Um, you guys are showing me what to look forward to, what I need to be preparing myself for. Because a lot of y'all was just dumped in that bucket and you had to learn as you go. Like, I should be well prepared when I step into that role because I had nothing but time to prepare. So, I just want to make sure I have everything in line for Bay Because I am manifesting like a mug, y'all. For my twins. Um, for the girls that I want to adopt, kids, whoever universe send me, like, I'm getting everything in line. Um, cookbook, the meals I'm going to prepare, um, introduce Bae to some vegan lifestyle. I'm pretty sure he's going to be me eating like a mug. Um, make sure I learn about my medicines and stuff for my family. We ain't finna be going to the hospital all the time. Hell no. Make sure I learn about doula, although I'll have my own doula. Shout out to Miss Sharita. But women wear so many motherfucking hats. And not to not to degrade men. You guys wear a lot of hats as well. But I'm a woman, so I relate to the woman. I'm observing the woman. I don't really know about the other side, although I see I can't really live that and experience that. So it's just kind of different. Um... But I'm going to start with my mother, go to my grandmother, go to my sisters, what I learned within each household, um, my friends, families, aunties. And then at the age that I am now, it's not too many candidates that are childless. Wow. Every guy that I know has a kid. <laughs> I don't think I know any guys at this point without kids. So I even put um, one in there for the stepmother. Because I have respect for all women, regardless of if they have a child or not. Um, 
and all the mothers out there. Um, so, I don't want anybody to be left out. So I'll start with women who are not mothers, moms, madre, mommy, and then I'll move on to um, the women who are mothers. So, yeah. Okay, so this is from one of my um, favorite Facebook um, people that I follow. Her name is Rishi Omkara, R-I-S-H-I-O-M-K-A-R-A. And this is for the non-moms because I always like to include everybody, right? Everybody ain't a mama, I get that. So this is for you. She put, I am 32, I am not married, I don't have kids, and that's okay. It's important to me to make sure women know that they are more than title of wife or mother. It is an honor and a gift to be so, yes. Does it make you me less of a woman for not being so? Never. Majority of people have a tendency to believe that the number one purpose of a woman above all else is to be a mother and wife. To put the need of others before their own while carrying the weight of her entire tribe's responsibilities. No matter who is in charge of what, the mother slash wife holds the space for accountability to ensure things get completed in a timely manner and without issue. It's time to teach our female youth that there is more to life and more to success than to become the wife and mother to other beings. Teach them they hold the space and power to manifest absolutely whatever they feel will bring joy to their spirit. Teach them they are whole and complete on their own and that they don't need a man to complete them. Teach them they are not any less of a woman for making the choice to not get married or bear children. Reach one, teach one. I thought that was beautiful. So I just want to make sure I include everybody. So although this is to moms, I definitely feel that way for those that aren't married and aren't mothers as well. Because I fall in that category. I'm not married and I don't have kids. But this podcast is for moms, so I just want to make sure I put something in that include y'all. So, you know, I am a quote. You know, I'm your quote, baby, so I'll start with my quotes. Um, the first one, I'm going to text them to you. It said, I got it from my mama. I got everything from my mama. And then the next one says, home is where your mom is. Yes. And then it says, Mama, you were given these children, you, no one else. You were given these children because you are who they needed. You had the soul to love them even on their hard days. You had the motivation and love to give these children everything they need. You had the heart to wake up every morning and do it all over again, even when you are exhausted. You have the smile that they crave and the touch to make everything okay. You are their sunshine and their comfort. You are theirs and they are yours, mama. On the days that you are questioning yourself, remember this. You got this. I thought that was real cute. That reminded me of you, mom. Okay, the next one is if I turn into my mother or even half the woman she is, I'll consider myself 
no, I said that wrong. If I turn, if I turn into my mother, or even half the woman she is, I'll consider my life a successful one. That's what I was supposed to say. All right, and then all that I am or hope to be, I owe to my mother, Abraham Lincoln. Yes, because I got it from my mom. Okay, and then this next one I really like because it's all languages of mom. So it's mom, madre, mama, motaka, near, more, martyr, majaka, mutter, modir. Mother means love in every language. And it really does. I thought it was nice. Okay, and then the next one is a mother comes with all different names. An aunt who loves worry and play. Teachers who help guide you and set your aim. Sisters who listen, cry, and put your worries at bay. Grandmas with warm cookies, hugs, and prayers so you'll never stray. Yes, a mother does come with all kinds of names. Thank you to all the women for being a mother to someone's child, but most importantly, to his child. I thought that was really nice. You're not just a mom. You come, That comes with so many other titles. Okay, so that's it for that. And then next, I went to Urban Dictionary. And I pulled up mother and some interesting things popped up. So the first one says mother, the best person on earth because she raised you to be who you are and probably loves you no matter what. That is so freaking true. Really like that one. And then the next, my favorite next one was mother, the most amazing, strong, loving, and heroic woman you'll ever know. She gets up early and stays up later than anyone else and still manages to keep the family together. She teaches you the things you can't learn from anyone else through examples and hard work. She often punishes you for things you don't think are fair as a child, but grow up to appreciate the character she helped you build. And I thought that was really, really sweet. princess away to get married to the prince and she looked at her and this is what it this is how it go and see the mother to the princess the princess to be wed to the prince he's a boy now but it's a queen that makes him a king and when i heard that i thought of you like you know even all the relationships that i look at you know with you on down my sister's cousin auntie it really is the woman that, like, it's her castle, and she keeps her king in check, and, you know, like, everything else, like, she's probably his, you know, advice, counsel, like, all of that good stuff, and I was just like, wow, like, women really are bombs, so that was the first thing I wanted to say, like, when I think about you and our household and our family, like, you did so much, and I'm going to go ahead and explain. So, the next thing that I wanted to do was, um, put it down so I forget I organized sorry mom I was up you don't even know today but I'm gonna make sure I did my video so okay so Proverbs 31 
10 through 31, the epilogue, the wife of noble character. And grandma used to always read this to me and say, this your mama, this your mama, this your mama, and it is. So a wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat amongst the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instructions is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and, her, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. So that definitely reminds me of my mom, you. Okay, so um, memory. So my first memory ever is. I think it was like a toddler mom. You made me a bunny cake and I will never forget. I was blind as heck. I just remember the colors. Um, you 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 did two. I know you did it now. It was two cakes, but you cut one of them in half to make the ears and the bow. So I had a circle face for the bunny, the ears, and the bow. The cake was white with coconut. I remember green. I remember pink. I remember licorice. And I remember standing at the head of the table looking out at everyone and my cake and I guess you guys are singing happy birthday or whatever that is like my first memory and then you show me a picture of us in the kitchen with the cake and I'm like oh I can see because I was so bleary in my mind that that was so bleary to me but mom like who does that they don't have Betty crackers nowadays they ain't making cakes and stuff like that like you ain't just make a regular cake you made a bunny for your baby like who does that I just remember you always were like Betty Crocker like not a lot of women love being a mom or love being a wife or whatever but you took on all of those roles and you smashed them so that was number one um i remember you sewing us dresses for church i know we wasn't balling but our dresses was just as pretty as anyone else's and you got to pick out the material and everything we had the pretty socks and the pretty black shiny shoes i remember you doing our hair with the hot comb so our hair was always done not one not two but three heads plus your own um i remember you cooking and cleaning um, we always had a nice meal you always cleaned up we would do like the summer spring winter fall cleaning the headboards um dusting them darn mothballs everywhere like you we might not have had much but you gonna make sure what you had was nice 
and you was definitely clean. I say cleanliness is next to godliness. Now I got a little bit of that. <laughs> the clothes will sit there until I feel like putting them up. Um, let's see. You gave us a godly foundation. So we've been in church ever since we were young. So, you know, we have a really good foundation. You definitely gave that to us. Um, you always comfort and love me. I can remember going through so much stuff and you know instead of being judgmental or whatever you put on your mommy hat and you like nurturing and saying it's gonna be okay and you know move forward there's nobody ever wants to hear like i told you so this that or the other it's always like okay i'm a step back let her make her choice and you know i'm gonna be here for her however it goes and i definitely admire that i remember you darnisha and christy drove all the way up to north carolina to see me i remember when i didn't want to be here anymore like whatever life has got to end like this is it for me and i don't i don't think you guys could get off of work and i was just like okay fine like you know that's my sign right there and you was like well okay we're coming and you know i don't know you could have lost your job i don't know what you stopped it all for me and i'll never ever ever forget that um to come get your babe you've always been a boss an owner i've admired that so not only are you a wife a mother you're cooking you're cleaning and you're you're you know cooking and cleaning for other people's children but running your own business and that's a lot of finances go behind that so your own household finances plus business finances like you've worn so many hats perfectly I think it almost intimidates me like maybe I don't want to be a wife or a mom because that's a lot like and I don't want to do a lot of that just for me but it sets the bar really high to where when I see people not doing that it's like mm -mm, you don't have no excuse at all because I, I've seen it done I've seen it done and I, I can say that with with you and dad I've seen it done so when it's not being done I'm like what is your excuse you know what I mean because times are better now we have like better advantages and you still not you know i digress we've always been a hard worker um a wonderful helpmate i remember you and dad arguing maybe once or twice um you've always kept that kind of private but but i'm pretty sure you've always told us it's hard work that's one thing you said it's not easy you know it's not a walking apart you have to grow every day you have to you know it's a commitment to continue it's not just i do one day it's i do every because you know when people don't I do no more that's when the divorce comes um you always handled your finances you've been superb your finances I definitely did get that from you um you're a writer I know you have several books I cannot wait for you to release them um keep them to yourselves but I remember when you had your poem published and you were so proud of yourself and I can't wait to publish my books and I'll be proud too um let's see here you always been growing and bettering yourself like you'll say you know I used to do that you know I don't anymore you know I sat back and said you know how mature was that or this that the other so I constantly see you you don't say like oh I'm up here you're down there you constantly show that hey you know I'm human and I'm growing too and I really like that um I mean the list can go on and on and on you're freaking amazing I love you so very much um Thank you for giving me life. You didn't even know you were pregnant with me for about six months. Um, birth control. Doctors probably told you not to go through with it, and you did. So I do thank you so very much for having me um, and allowing me to experience this crazy thing called life. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you, and I love you so very much. And have
Okay, now I want to talk about my grandmother. So, my grandmother wasn't with my grandpa, or at least there wasn't any really story, good stories about him. Because they, they weren't really together. I do know my grandmother raised her kids, so she was a single mother, by herself at a very young age. She was working before she was legally supposed to. Um, she moved them to better neighborhoods when she saw the climate change. Um, she basically played the hand that she was dealt the best that she could. She told me um, to always have a hot plate ready for my man after work. But I say he better have a hot plate ready for me some days too. Okay, that's the generation I'm in. Um, times have changed and for her, men would bring home their whole check, their whole paycheck. And if most of the women stayed home, he knew that she would use that check to pay bills and to cook dinner and make sure the household and the kids were straight. So yeah, I'm sure he would bring the check home. Now, women so focused on getting your hair and nails done and stuff and you looking better than your kids and he done already gave you money, but yet you asking for rent money and other stuff. Or your rent is free, so why aren't y'all flipping that money? Okay? Um, so we don't really do that these days, but it's rare to... I don't want to bash our men, but they have a hard time. They have to choose between the street life and corporate America. And both of them are kind of fucked up because of the race that we happen to be and I don't want to throw that card but they have a harder time than other races let's just be honest um so they either choose the street life or the corporate life and they just have uh, they just have so many strikes against them it's really hard being an african-american man in, in today's society so my heart really does go out to them but it does not mean that you should be a shitty dad um, number one, if you can't take care of yourself, you should be strapping up at all times. Number two, if an accident should occur and you don't happen to work out with the mother of your child, you should still make sure she's straight because if she's straight, your kids are straight. If you make it difficult for her, she's going to make it difficult for you with those kids. And that's a whole nother podcast. And I'm not saying that it's right, but if you know that we're emotional triggers, come on guys. I used to think that you guys were so dumb. No, you're very intellectual. You guys play chess while we're running around here playing checkers with our emotions. I'm not going to give guys slack anymore. You guys think way more than we know. So if you already know, dang, it ain't working out with my baby moms, but she got my child, you need to play that hand very well. Make sure she's straight so your child's straight. I'm not saying let her play you like a fool, but... At the end of the day, that's your seed. You're not there 24 hours. And that child's going to grow up. And if you treated that mother well, that child's going to have a really good existence. And that child will therefore love you because everything pointed back to you. If it's vice versa, that child's going to grow up with a lot of trauma. It's already enough to deal with life as is versus you throwing on extra trauma for that child to deal with. All because what? You didn't strap up or you had an accident or you just picked the wrong woman because you didn't take your time to get to know her before planting the seed in her okay but that's not really what this podcast is about so back to the grandmother um 
Life is about choice and what you allow a man to do, he surely will do. So as Granny would say, don't take any wooden nickels. Um, it took me a while to get that. Don't take any wooden nickels. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> wood is not, last time I checked, wood is not currency. And that's exactly what she meant. Whatever you stand for, don't let that man come giving you commandments that you don't live by. Because if you allow him to, he'll keep doing it. And the only person to blame is yourself. Um, so shout out to my grandmother. They lived in the times with no internet. People rarely had cars. They had to cook their food from scratch. I'm pretty sure racism, you know, was more hefty than for granny. So that generation, I know they had it tougher. Um, I don't even think they had daycare like that. So for all the parents that get to utilize school and daycare, just imagine not having that. So that was the bit for, I did my mom, I did my grandmother. Now, I, st- I said I stayed with my sisters for like the summer, basically two months, eight weeks. And no, more like 12 weeks. I think it was more, it was more than the summer. Because it was before, it was like three weeks before school let out and three weeks once they were in school. Um, so I stayed with my big sister for three weeks and then I stayed with my little sister for three weeks. So it was on the rotation just to kind of give everybody a break and to try to transition as smoothly as I could while waiting for everything else to fall in line. So what I learned with my big sister, I had the pleasure and honor of staying with my big sister over the summer. Um, While I was tied up in court, not able to work overtime, and she just opened up her home to me. Um, Y'all don't understand how blessed I am. She spoiled me rotten. I learned about the role of my sister. She's not just my sister. She's a personal assistant to my brother-in-law. She's his best friend and his wife. She's the mother of not one or two, but three of my nieces and nephews. And they are on go all day long until their eyes close. (laughs) She's the referee when they fight. She's the chef. She's the chauffeur. She's the plant mama and animal mama at times. She's the laundromat and cleaning service. She even got her family into the gym, YMCA. She clocks in for a company and then comes home and does it all over again, this time for free. She has so many hats when it's quiet she can finally zone into her time. My life is pretty chill now and it's just me, but I see the role of a queen of a home, busy as fuck. My mom did the same, but I saw it from a kid's eye view. I'm able to see it now from an adult eye view. Thank you for sharing your home with me. I'm sure you wanted to walk around naked or just be free and you held out for me. Thanks for the vegan food that was bought. And all the sacrifices that were made unto me. Thank you. And universe, and may universe bless you more than I ever could. When people do stuff for me, I don't mind doing stuff for them monetarily. Like, that is my love language. I will buy the fuck out of my... I will buy your love with my money. <laughs> That's my love language. I don't want to sit down and make no fucking card. I can, you know, watching TV and quality time. 
I like quality time by myself sometimes so I can watch my fucking shows and not what you want to look at. Or, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a mom, not a relationship, pretty selfish right now in my life. Um, but to go buy you a gift, you know what, I couldn't deal with that many. That, that really, like, if y'all understand the depths of this thing, do you know what I could have bought with that many? But I bought you something, and I don't be buying cheap shit, like... I just started working back overtime and I had to put up money, you know, first month redeposit and stuff. So I'm just kind of settling back in. I'm going to buy my sister a Pandora bracelet to tell her thank you for allowing me to stay with her. I already bought my little sister a Pandora bracelet. I'm going to get her another charm. Like, I don't be, I don't know. I'm a Libra. Y'all know we like extravagant things. Um, I don't have to buy them all the time, but it's just my love language. And I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to stop. That's just the language that I speak with the most. I'm not going to, like, making you breakfast and all that stuff. That's cool. And I, and I like all of the other languages, love languages as well. But gifts is, like, my favorite one. Um, acts of service, like cooking you breakfast. That's cool. Um, words of affirmation. Thank you so very much. That's cool. Um, quality time, spending time with you. Yeah, that's cool. Um, communication. That's cool. But the gift, I mean, I already said that. Physical touch, I love giving hugs and stuff like that. That's cool. But I don't think physical touch goes as far with other people as it does with your mate. And my mate, <laughs> my mate knows I love physical touch. Everything about it. I'm probably too much. But I can only express that the max with my mate. I can't really go into details with everyone else, as you shouldn't. So hugs and kisses and Holding hands is probably most I could do. But I could do so much more with my mate. So gifts, I could just take gifts. I guess I can share gifts with everybody. Whether it's on the extravagant end or the low end. Like it's, it's balance. I'm a motherfucking balancing Libra. Okay, I got it. Sorry, y'all. That was that was a moment for me. But um I learned so much with staying with her. Like, I even, not even just my, I know this is for mothers, but I even saw my brother-in-law. Like, he sits down and plays with the kids. Um, he goes and look for Pokemon with them, take them to the park, wrestle with them when they when they argue. Um, you know, he has that father, sit down, you know, I'm not playing with y'all. But then he also talks to them and say, you know, this is why I'm doing that, man. You know, um, he amps up my nephew. You're going to be the man of the house. You're going to be a husband. You're going to be a father. Like, I get to see all of that. Um, and you don't get to see that when y'all like at a little birthday party or whatever. You don't get to see all the skills that a person has if you're not living a.m. to p.m. with them. So I just got to see that family unit and... It makes me realize I love being single. I love having my way. I love doing whatever the fuck I want. But I do want a family. I do want a helpmate. I do want many kids. Everybody knows this. Um, and you could go start that with anybody. You could go just get a baby daddy. You could go, go, go just get a sperm donor. You could start at any time that you want to. Um, being patient with universe and most importantly making sure I'm prepared for what I'm asking for and I think (laughs) universe is so beautiful this situation was also preparation for me it wasn't just my sisters letting me stay with them it was me seeing firsthand what the fuck I'm gonna sign up for (laughs) like bitch this is in your future (laughs) 
Like you might go to your friend's house and see this for a couple of hours. Mama let you live with your sister so you can live this with the ass. So if my sister was gone and I got up and made waffles, I'm making waffles for the house too. Like bitch, it's gonna be every day. <laughs> it's not just one day. So enjoy your three weeks here and there. But you is honing in on your manifestation skills, you manifestation. You manifesting a husband and kids. I'm, I'm gonna need you to make sure you understand what you're signing up for and that you really want it because it's not something that you can turn on and turn off. This is gonna be is your job until death do you part. So that was um big sis, and I also stay with little sis. So, same thing for her. You open up. Thank you, little sis, for letting me stay with you. You opened up your home. You made space for me over the summer so I can get my whole life back together with the freaking court shit. Um, I was able to see not just my sister, but Superwoman again. Um, You two are a chef. I mean, they both are beginner chefs. Um, You are a referee. You teach my babies they're, because they're being homeschooled this year. Um, and homeschool ain't just sitting in front of the laptop, you guys. Homeschool is you putting on the teacher hat and assist you the assistant teacher. Because the teacher is on the computer and you right there. Did you do that? Did you do that? What did you score on that quiz? Okay, let's go over those words again. Um, let me look at the schedule. Okay, time for lunch. You the cafeteria lady. Time for lunch. Like, ugh. Oh, my God. Um, but you're the referee. Uh, kids fight. That's just what they do. They tattle all fucking day long. <laughs> so you are like the referee. Um, you are an employee. You have to clock in on somebody else's job, manage their shit, and then come back, help your husband manage his shit, and then manage the children's shit, and then get a, a couple of me seconds, probably, and manage your shit. Um... But you are also a student. Like, shout out to you. My sister has her BA in psychology. Um, You're a personal assistant to your best friend. You're a wife to your best friend. You're a counselor and therapist to your best friend. Um, You never asked anything of me. The house ran smoothly, like on autopilot. Um, There definitely was a difference when you were home and when you weren't home. Um... Um, like when a mom is home, it's like a system. It's like a schedule. Um, you even encourage the kids for yoga. Like this is new for you too. Like mom and them didn't teach us yoga. You learned this skill on your own and you're passing it down to your kids. Like that's how it's supposed to be. Like take, looking at your life, seeing what you learned and didn't learn, learning stuff for yourself, um, passing the good things along, adding some new things in there that maybe you wish you would have learned, but also learning some new shit that probably wasn't even popular or even thought about then, and just propelling that next generation to be better. Each generation should get better. You should look at your grandmother, your mother, yourself, and your kids, and you should see a change. If that shit is exactly the same, someone's fucking up. And instead of blaming the last couple of people to fuck up, the last fuck up is on you. Um... But a woman truly births like the nation. Like she really births a whole nation. Um, the skills and lessons that are passed down to kids, they really go out and mimic that in society. Like 
sometimes when you date these guys, you'll be like, who raised you? Like, exactly. That burden falls on mama bear. And sometimes you you might teach them and they don't listen. We're not talking about that. We're talking about my mama didn't teach me that. My mama didn't show me that. And sometimes they was in survival mode. We're going to give them slack. But if they weren't, we just got to do better, y'all. I don't really like to judge, but sometimes that, that makes you stronger. For example, my grandfather was an alcoholic. That forced my mother. She just said, I'm not going to be that. Um, my father saw, you know, different dating patterns, and he said, I'm not going to do that. And so that made him who he is. So sometimes instead of saying things were bad, be thankful for things that you went through because they mold you into who you are. If they didn't happen, would you have been that same thing that you despised? So life is life is tricky, baby. Life is a roller coaster. Just hang on, laugh, cry, scream. It's a ride. It's gonna begin and it's gonna end. All you can do is enjoy it. Um, my friends, our mothers, all the women I know in my family, our mothers, um, my cousins and auntie aunties mother and father side all the mothers in the world you guys are truly super women um thanks for allowing me to watch and gather some cheat codes i'm just playing but i hope i remember all of these lessons um for when it's my turn um the next portion that i want to talk about is like stepmothers so i aspire to be um a fiance, a bomb ass wife one day, um, soon because universe be manifesting my my shit faster than ever before. So I must be getting better at it. Um, so I do believe if you put in the work and stay ready, it's gonna come. So if it ain't came yet, you're not ready, or it's basically saying keep working. Show me a little bit more. Work harder. Give me some more. But it's coming. So, for the stepmother portion, um, I wanted to say most guys in my age bracket have children. And I love, 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 love kids. I have non, me and my sisters have non-profit for kids. I love all my nieces and nephews. I love my godson. I have so many god nieces and nephews. I'm going to just claim them all. Um, there's not a kid in this world that I don't love. I just have a soft spot for kids. My dad always said you should be a teacher. I didn't want to kind of teach them whatever they teach in the school system. I think it's a load of crap. I mean, yeah, you have to learn it. Be- besides reading and math, a lot of that stuff is just to kind of occupy them. Um, a lot of things I'm learning on my own and didn't teach in the educational system. So, no, I don't want to teach that. I'd rather teach on the other side. So, if I'm able to do that with this nonprofit, then, hey, that's what I choose to do. I also like to have fun with kids. And school really isn't about fun. It's more structure. Um... So when you have a nonprofit or outreach, you can kind of focus on fun, games, activities, and the other side of life. Because that's just that's just me. I'm the free spirit auntie. Um, but getting back to the stepmother portion. So I love kids. Um, thankfully, they love me. I've never met a child that, um, you know, just didn't gravitate to me. So it's something in my in energetic field, my psyche, just me, whatever. I'm programmed that way. Um so I I will love babies as if they were my own. Um, they are a part, especially if they're a part of my man. 
and even if they aren't because some men will take in kids that like let's say it's a guy and he's with a girl she already has a kid he'll take in that kid at his own then when they have their own kids he's not gonna say that's yours it's mine they're all gonna be his so if that relationship doesn't work and he starts a new relationship I'm pretty sure he's gonna still bring that other child around with him he's not just gonna say oh I have a new family you can stay with your mom so I was trying to say um if the kids are a part of the man even if they aren't you know you know that's what I was trying to say there um ladies I would love to say in general if you um don't want to be with a man with kids or have to deal with another woman then don't even put yourself in that situation um because it's very unfair to force him to choose between you and his own flesh and blood even if the baby mother is causing drama um just don't even put yourself in that situation and my best friend is like that she said i I did not want to deal with that and no that was on one of her list of finding a mate um, so you know how you are and what you can and can't put up with. And that's, if that's not one of them, then don't even do that. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you. A man will choose his kids any day. It, it can seem like you winning and da 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 But them kids, they'll either turn him against you, the baby mama will turn him against you, or he'll just be like, you, this is my flesh and blood and that's my baby mother. You may or may not be here, but they ain't going to be here forever. So, that's kind of like a losing battle anyway. For me, myself, speaking personally, I just pray um, that the mother of my future baby daddy, husband, fiance, kids, respects me. Because respect is an even exchange. Um, I, I grew up thinking you're supposed to give respect, but... People can kind of abuse you that way. If you're just this nice, respectful person and they aren't, they're going to hold you to that and do whatever the fuck they want to do, knowing that you're going to stay in that character. And nobody should be a punching bag for anybody. Um, So respect should definitely be give and take. And a lot of us raise our kids that way. Respect your elders. Well, he's over there touching her, but you don't taught her to respect him and she's not saying nothing. So it's, it's an even exchange. Um... In my dating bracket, I don't, like I said before, I don't know any guys that don't have kids now, which is not a problem. Um, I should have several kids by now, but I have my own little situation that I'm dealing with um, that I will probably need to see a fertility specialist when it's time to have kids. Um, But I just pray that the mother of the kids respects me um my mother would always say you know don't cause drama with the other woman because you don't want her taking it out on the kids um and I hope no one does but she does have a point um if you're a date if, if your baby daddy is dating someone and you're nasty to her who do you think is gonna watch the kids when he's not there and you don't want her being nasty to your kids when he's not around just because you're being nasty to her and nobody should ever do that kids are innocent they have nothing to do with the adults in that situation but everybody everybody don't handle things the same um and some people are malicious and they will do that so 
I just pray the mother gets to know me and not hate me just because it didn't work out for them. Like, it's okay. Life will send you your mate. If he's not for you, move on. You're just holding someone else's future hostage and so is he and that goes both ways if you know that someone isn't for you let them go um someone else is waiting on you and that person is probably on their knees praying god where's my wife and you holding on to him let him go so that you can bump into your man at walmart or bump into your man at a jaguar game or bump into your man at single night or bump into your man at church or wherever if you still bothering him and scanning his social media and stalking him and begging him to come spend the night with the kids because she crying okay honey she's crying and you don't know how to console her but like i don't know i learned to move on and i still talk to all my exes i have no problems with them um my first love just texted me and was like, hey, it's a storm. You all right? You good? Like, just because you're not together doesn't mean you have to stop loving each other or caring for each other. It just means that the future that you have or that God has for you, the different things that you need to pour into each other, that person can't give you or you can't give them. And again, someone else may need them and someone else may need you. And as much as we have choice in this thing called life, we have choice, but I think we have divine order as well. Um, so you have choice to put diesel in your car, right? But if your car wasn't made like that, you better put regular in there. Or you trying to put premium in there and you got a regular ass car, why? Or you got a premium car and you trying to put regular in there, why? So as much as I like to throw out the choice thing, like life has universal laws and divine order as well, as much as we hate to admit it and... You can't put a square into a circle. You can't, you know, it's just, it just is what it is sometimes. But it may hurt. Yes, that is the mother of your... And that's probably where I... Like, I do love love and romance so much. But I had to realize when I fall hard, I'm picturing our wedding colors. I'm picturing how you're going to propose to me. I'm picturing what we're going to have on the honeymoon at. I already got the baby names, what we're going to stay, um... You know, where the kids going to go to school. Think about preparing them for college. Like, my mind already be there. So, when that don't happen, I'm not really mad because we didn't work. Like, you know, life goes on. I'm beautiful. I'm going to find someone else. Other people was hollering at me before I met you while I was with you. And they're going to holler at you when we end. So, it's not that. Like, your mind be ready. It just be your heart, your emotions. But most important, them expectations you have for the future. It's like, dang. What I'm going to do with this box that I built. What I'm going to do with this world that I built that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Girl, you better put it in the Sims and play it on simulation and keep it moving in real life. But um, because, um, you know, because my grandmother's a baby mom and my aunties are baby mothers and my friends are baby mothers and my sisters are wives and baby mothers and my mom's a baby mother. Like, my heart always goes out to the baby mother because like that's my home front like I ride for them I see them cry wipe their tears I see what they go through I don't really get to see the the dad side like my dad was awesome he was there my brother's awesome he's there like I haven't seen the shitty side for guys so I don't really have a soft spot for it maybe 
Um, cause, cause they always in the wrong. They always in the red. They always in the negative. They always dead ass wrong. Like, you know, what the fuck, <laughs> you know, why she tripping. Um, but that's not an excuse. I do know some wonderful fathers who have custodies of their kids. And I love that shit. Who get their kids for the whole summer. Who check in on their baby mama. Make sure she's straight. Who ride or die for their kids. Who, um, know their baby mama so much. You'd be like, eh. But, just like how they say, watch how God treat his mom. Watch how God treat his baby mama. Because if y'all work out, great. But if y'all don't, you're going to be the second baby mama. We all watch Teen Mom. And how many moms thought they was holier than thou. And now you're in the same boat as baby, no- baby mama number one. Now you see what she was talking about while she was crying and saying all that shit. Now that the shoe's on the other foot. But when it wasn't, you was bashing her right along with him. So, mmm. Mmm, y'all. I don't know. I'm a Libra. I be seeing both sides, but I rock for my women because that's the side that I see the most. Um, but understand, I want for for my future, if there is a baby mother, because who knows? I might meet someone with no kids. Who knows? Um, but I will respect her as a woman first, woman to woman, because I'm a woman. And as a mother of my husband's kids, second. Um, kid or kids second because this podcast is about mothers and I just explained all the different things that mothers do and um, to not respect someone who almost died bringing life is disrespectful as fuck to me Um, regardless of how they ended or how that relationship is um, she's still going to be there with that individual to raise those kids forever and not just till 18 that's that's gonna be a blended as fuck ass family <laughs> so you might as well have peace versus war and you might definitely end so what's the point um to me being a mother is like the high, highest honor in life just like being a father but again this, this podcast is for the mom um a woman risk her life giving in the bible it says kids are like a jewel to a man's crown we've all seen a crown but the crowns with jewels is like a wedding ring and a wedding ring with a diamond sitting on top or or a crystal or a stone because i think we give diamonds too much credit all of those crystals are beautiful um i would be okay with a I used to want a diamond ring. Uh, my mind was, I was, oh my God, I have grown so much, you guys. I used to want this big ass pretty ring from Tiffany's. You ain't think about no house, the down payment you gotta put on a house, but you got a motherfucking Tiffany's ring. Like my mind, <laughs> I've grown so much. I could have a um, rose gold ring with a rose quartz in it, no lie. Um, it could still come from Tiffany's. Nah, I love my Tiffany's. But diamond, they, I read an article that was like diamonds, Matter of fact, I'm into crystals. Do you guys know you can dig in the ground and find crystals? Maybe not here in Florida because we're flat. But like in the mountains and stuff, I'm on Instagram and I follow all my crystal pages. They literally go in the ground and dig. And the crystals have dirt on them. They wash them off and they're selling them. It still blows my mind today how you dug and found something. Now, I'm a, now I don't mind paying you for going out there. You know, that was gas. However many hours it took you to dig. Whatever tools you had to buy to do it. To wash it off. You know shape it however you gonna ship it to me 
But now that I'm a business owner, a lot of that don't cost as much as these companies be charging. But who am I to tell you what to charge your business for? That's a whole nother, um, that's a whole nother podcast. But I believe in karma and I believe universe is analyzing every single thing we do. And it's all about your intention and your heart. And I'll make sure my intention and my heart be on my prices because what what somebody can't get from you they can get from someone else so i kind of feel like you can sell something for let's say the balenciaga shoes are like fifteen thousand dollars that yeah they're getting good money but i'm pretty sure dollar tree right up there with them and every time i go to dollar tree i don't have to check my account i'm throwing shit in the bag (laughs) y'all go to the strip club and throw ones i go to dollar tree and throw ones okay but Sometimes it's not the price of something, it's the value of something. And just because you value something don't mean you have to put a high price tag on it. Dollar Tree is amazing. I'm pretty sure their sales are through the roof. And I'm pretty sure they're right up there with the Balenciagas. Balenciagas might sell 10 products and Dollar Tree's selling the fuck out. We wait for them to restock. So, I don't know, that's another um, another podcast too. Um, let me see. So back to stepmoms. Um, kids are like a jewel in a man's crown. Um, sometimes I feel we do give them jewels when they don't even have a crown on their head. So they just holding them jewels in their head. You have to have a crown on your head first before you're ready for jewels. And mistakes happen. This is life. But sometimes we willingly put ourselves in these situations. Um, women, a, a baby will not keep him. He he will always love that baby more than you. Um, I always said I wanted a guy to love me more than, than the kids. Because I want to know that you love me and then let us make kids together. But if you just want a baby, you don't give, you really not too much caring about me. You manifesting that baby and you're going to ride for that baby. And if it worked with me, great. If it don't, great. I want it to be the other way around. Like, this is my queens who I'm going to build my castle with. Ready to have these twins. Like, I want it to be the other way around. Like, you look at the babies and you see me in their eyes. And, you know, you love. Whatever. Everybody's different. It's just kind of what I want from me. But, um, we still play the cards that were dealt. And that's okay. I also used to tell my sister growing up, too, it's a story in the Bible between two sisters, y'all. The Bible, the Bible is crazy. It's like Jerry Springer. It really is. Two sisters was married to the same man. Um, He really wanted the younger sister, but the father knew the older sister was ugly. Yes, they put this in the Bible, and nobody would probably marry her. So he made, made the man marry her first and work seven years, and then he can get the younger sister. So he marries the older sister. She has babies. Um, then, you know, the she thought that he would love her more because he gave her a child. He didn't. He still loved the little sister. Hello, that's what he was working. That's why he married you, and that's what he was working for the daddy for, for the little sister. It wasn't about you or the kids that you bore him. Um, so the little sister wouldn't have any kids, so she began to despise her sister. So I saw that from two points of view. One to the sister with no kids this man love you so much he's he don't even care about the kids look what he look how much he loved you he married somebody he did not even care about okay because that was a requirement to get to you 
He worked for seven years for free because that was the requirement to get to you. How many of y'all would work for free? Now, my nonprofit, I do not consider that working for free. That's nothing but love. I got love written all over the love I have for these babies. I'm definitely going to get some grant money to help out. But how many of us would literally work for free? Not nonprofit and service and stuff like that, but literally working for free. Only people that do that is a passion. It's a nonprofit, and they don't consider that work. They never say it's work. They call it something else. So nobody will work for free, right? So she she too busy worried about the fact that she can't have kids. She's not even seeing. Damn, this man love me so much. He married my sister. He working for my daddy for free. Like, man. The, her mind was focused on something else. Then the other sister don't realize... Um, this is how God kind of works. I used to tell my sister this. He loved the girls with no kids so much that the other one was left out. That's a fact. But God gave her them babies because everyone will tell you there's no greater love than the love of a child. Married women will tell you that too. Especially girls that have little boys. They love their little boys. They may love their husband, but they love them little boys. So she's all concerned about, I'm giving you kids and you still love my little sister. And Girl, focus on the love that the Lord gave you. I don't. She probably had about seven kids by that man. Focus on all that love. The Lord giving you love as love as love of porn. You overflowing with love, but you focusing on the love that you're not getting. So I just want to say, you know, that could be the case for people in life too. Just because it didn't work out with him, honey. Y'all created something beautiful together. Nobody can ever take that away from y'all. Y'all gonna have a partnership forever. I don't care whether y'all have a good partnership or whether y'all hate each other. It's still a partnership. And just because them kids turn 18, it ain't over. It's gonna be grandkids, birthday parties, Christmas and all. You're still gonna see each other. You're still gonna be orbiting around the same planets, which is them kids. Um. So that's love. That is a beautiful thing. Y'all both... Y'all started loving each other, each other's heart. And when y'all hearts broke, it was replaced with little kids' hearts. So y'all both have a hand on them little kids' hearts. That's beautiful to me. But people don't see it that way. Um, And no matter who else he married or who else he's with, you still bore him them kids. You still almost died on that table or in that chair pushing. He gonna always respect you. And whether, whether they admit it or not, respect is a form of love. And I don't know. I just kind of feel like guys love their mama. They love their baby mama and then whoever else. Like, it's definitely a hierarchy. And I ain't saying that you're supposed to be petty because your mama petty and treat your girl like shit. Or you're supposed to be petty because your baby mama petty and treat your girlfriend and your new wife like shit. But it's still a hierarchy. And everybody needs to stay in their lanes and play their roles so they can be peaceful. And it's up to the man to direct that choir and keep everything peaceful. Mama, look, I'm a grown man. I love you. Thank you for raising me. But this is your lane. Baby mama, you know, we got this relationship. We've been through whatever. We're going to always be here. We still got a lifetime to go with these kids. I mean, just stay in your lane. And then, you know, whatever lane you build with your future. So... I don't know. I kind of see it. That story in the Bible, it's, it's, it's really like, it's like, the Bible's like Maury, y'all. Like, all up and through the Jerry Springer Maury. 
real life today's situations years ago we ain't doing nothing but repeating the same thing with new stuff like technology and cars and stuff so so it's the same stuff just new stuff so you you writing writing letters to your lover now you doing email text messages instant messages it's just the same thing the point is you're reaching out to your lover so um i said that to say when i what i would tell my sister is you could love a guy so much and he can just love you for you and then sometimes can love a guy so much and because he doesn't love you God gives you love in the form of a baby like he does answer your cry oh okay I've been looking into I don't really like titles I don't fuck titles because people put good juju on them or bad juju and a word is a word no matter how you code it it's just supposed to be a word but we give them different levels of meaning so magic, witchcraft, manifestation, whatever you want to call it. I've been looking into it. And one of the ladies, when she was doing her spells, she was like, when you ask for something, like let's say you ask for love, you have to be very, very, very specific. She said, if you just ask for love and let's say you're a woman and you're attracted to men, you, you could, a female lesbian can end up loving you. You wasn't specific when you asked for love. You just asked for love and it sent it to you. You didn't say a man with penis. You just said, I want a lover. That can be a lady too. And that can come in all different. Nowadays, we have so many different titles for how people love themselves and, and how they express their sexuality. You have to be very specific. She was also saying, you could ask for like a male lover and it could be a dog, a, a male dog puppy. So again, you have to be very, very specific. So maybe women are asking for love. You think it's this guy and you get a baby. That's still love. That's still love. You can't deny that it's not love. But were you specific enough that you got exactly what you asked for? So be very specific. Like you like you plan the Sims and you build that man on the Sims. You have to pick his eye color, eyebrows, hair, all the way down to the clothes that he's going to wear for work, to the gym, to the pool, to his career. I'm going to need you to simulate that man. From the video game to real life, okay? Um... And don't be mad at universe for delivering which with um what what you asked for because you weren't very specific. But let me get back to stepmoms. Um so the last thing I said was you risked your life and gave him jewels on his crown. To me, that is a very high honor. Um, you've held his heart in your hands, and no matter how it ended, you will always be special to him and love the baby mother. Um, how did I say that you've held his heart in your hands I wrote it y'all so I'm reading what I wrote you've held his heart in your hand and no matter how it ended you will always be special to him that's what I was trying to say the love that a guy has for his baby mother I don't care what nobody say um I might not know about my grandma. Her situation was different. All my aunties. But as far as my friends, I've seen them get into whole other relationships, whole other marriages, and still knocking on baby mama door and making it all the way up to her bed. You know what I mean? Um, 
So just because they can't coexist together, they might can do other things together. So y'all have to be careful for that too. But the, the point is when you don't love somebody no more, you can't even stomach them. You don't even be around them and, and fuck fucking. You know what I mean? You just disgusted with them. But the love that a guy has for his baby mother is just... I've, I've seen different levels of that. Not saying that all guys still sleep with their baby mama, but I've seen different levels of that. Just to kind of ex- express um, the respect that a guy has for his baby mother is a form of love. So never forget that, ladies. You're not just his baby mother. He loves you and he loves those kids. And y'all created those kids together. And maybe y'all weren't able to move forward into the future together. And that is okay. You should still have a homie, a friend, or a baby, or a father to your kids for life. Maybe y'all can't be friends. Maybe y'all can't be homies. But the role of a parent is still a relationship. And at bare minimum, hopefully y'all have that. Um, If you have custody of the babies, his heart is still in your hands. Because you care for his precious cargo. He wouldn't be able to sleep at night not knowing if they are okay. I have no problems with knowing my role. If I'm going to be girlfriend, stepmom. Um, so I have no problem of knowing my role and where I stand. Which is to support hubby and be the the baby mother-in-law is that a thing y'all did i just make that up baby mother-in-law <laughs> um no no what i meant to say is stepmother-in-law um is that a thing did i make that up we should get birthday cards and stuff i'm gonna get to some really cool memes in a minute y'all um i will be respected but if y'all still leave, love each other, go work that shit out. Don't bring other people in the mix. Um, that's just messy and karma is real. Um, plus, kids are involved and they don't need to be around every Tom, Dick, and Harry or Rachel, Sarah, and Brittany. But be mindful, ladies, because the way he treats his baby mother is a hint to you. The way he treats his mother and the way he treats his baby mother, you may not be his mother and you may not be his baby mother, but you are a woman. And there's just a certain type of respect that a woman should receive. One being your mother, one being your baby mother, wife, fiance, girlfriend, all of that. And if he don't know the basis, then you ain't finna change shit. And you can't teach somebody something that they don't want to learn. Um what i was saying was you don't know the future you could go from fiance to baby mother if it doesn't work out and so the same drama he was slinging his first baby mother would be the same way he treats you so pay attention i think i said that before like i was looking at team mom and i think one of the moms she went through the same thing like life is so funny it will it'll knock you on your ass basically if you wrong life will show you what why you're wrong and so if you are a girlfriend with the guy and y'all putting that baby mama through hell life will send you a baby now you're a baby mom and that nigga treating you like hell and and now you understand so 
I try to learn as many perspectives as I can because I don't need life to be sending me different lessons. Like, oh, you don't get it. Oh, you don't understand why she talk about $50 because she got daycare. She got wipes. She got formula. She got babysitters when she needs to do other stuff. She need a fucking break. Bitch, need to take a nap. Oh, you understand? So life will, since you not understanding this off rip, off of watching with your eyes off of all these tv shows out here off of people in your lives or you just think this one baby mama just drama okay let me send you prime example firsthand so you have to be careful like i try to observe and learn like i don't i need as less as the least lessons as possible like these lessons is shit i never went through like a happy donkey lesson they always be hard crying do i want to continue to live my fucking life lessons and i don't want those like if i can look and learn or read me y'all i be listening to audiobooks like crazy i be listening to audiobooks like crazy if somebody else is willing to teach me something oh my god i used to say experience is the best teacher no bitch read a book listen to audiobook watch a tv show watch a movie like learn you don't have to go through this stuff to learn you're taking time away okay time is our most precious asset in life you can never get it back you can't buy it it is what it is it's here and it's gone you could put a price tag on everything else even if some even if you put a price tag on a heart because a heart gives you life there's no guarantee that that heart can give you x amount of years so that's what i mean by you can't put a price tag on life because life works like that i don't need to be feeling it with all these lessons and i didn't even get to get to the point of my life let me learn all these lessons the best way that i can and make sure i'm fulfilling my you know goal and not okay you know how in the bible um moses freed the egyptians that went across the red sea they had to travel in the wilderness for um 40 days 40 nights end up being 40 years i think all because it was waiting for the other generations to die off because they were so disobedient and it was right there by the promised land like i don't want it to be my life like let me see the map this the promised land okay let me do my lessons and get to the promised land we don't need to be walking around 40 days 49 40 years like that's pointless kind of how i feel about my lessons i try to learn all different perspectives you don't need to be giving me no extra shit let's just get to the meat and potatoes of this life like that's where i'm at now at 31 um but yeah the way he treats his baby mother is a hint ladies um like i said you don't know the future you go from fiance baby my baby mother and if it don't work out now you're in the same shoes as someone else so now you understand firsthand what they're going through uh-huh and you owe them a big apology um they say watch how he treat his mom which is true but watch how he treats his baby mother and kids don't get in the mix of no messy shit see the flags for what they are and if they are red bit aboard i got a lot of books coming out <laughs> i'll be on these motherfucking podcasts but i'm gonna turn them into books too um so let's get to the memes the first meme says um this is from naturally pretty one naturally pretty the number one the females with no kids choose your child's father wisely everything matters from genes right on down to family support system i kind of felt like she was saying that from her soul i don't know if y'all felt that but i did um another one comes from miss piggy no miss pig underscore m-i-s-s-p-i-g-g underscore i never been a bit of baby mother 
You got a new girlfriend. Hey, boo, how you doing? You have another baby. Come write your name on this gift for your little brother and sister. You getting married. Oh, congratulations. Can I come? I love weddings. You can't make it to pick him up, but your girl can. Tell her to call me when she's 10 minutes away so he can be ready. I don't give a fuck what you do or who you do it with. Long as you take care of your kid and she helping you take care of him like one of her own. She respectful. She ain't doing nothing I wouldn't do around my kid. Y'all good in my book. Bitter is a feeling. If you ain't got no feelings for that man like you claim, then why you bother being bitter? Be an adult. I love that. I really, really do. And that's going to be me. Like, I'm such a cheerleader for life anyway. That's just me. Like, my ex got married. Congratulations. I was like, you need to... I was like, first I told him, you need to marry that girl. You know, been with her how long? Marry her. And then I was like, um... I know he has a son or whatever, but I would love to see him with a little girl. I think he would be a wonderful... He's a wonderful father, whatever, already. But it's something about little girls. When guys have little girls, I was like, you need to give her a little girl. Like... It ain't no bitter shit. And and to be honest with y'all, this is the girl. This is the reason why our wedding got. She's the reason why our wedding got called off. And I'm not going to say I wasn't bitter. I was upset with the lies. And, um, you know, the almost the woe is me mentality that you do have. Like, you start looking at the girl. Like, not to say that I'm better than her or anything. But you chose this. You know, everybody does that. And it's not an ugly thing. It's just kind of like, well, this is what I've done with my life. And the other person is always almost completely opposite. So you, so that's why you're like, you chose this over me. But what you have to realize is that everybody isn't to blame. Like, I was a spoiled fuck-ass brat. Like, I got whatever I want when I want it. And that's not how you're supposed to do a relationship. Relationships are give and take. But it was a lot of things as of to why that wasn't a relationship for me i don't mind being a strong independent woman but independent means i need to be by myself so if i can't count on us to split these bills or however we're going to do this if it all falls on me i got all this masculine energy i can't sit back and relax when my feminine energy isn't working like you aren't supposed to be the king in my castle and i needed to realize that probably several years ago but i kept playing around with it so i can't really blame nobody for that like at the end of the day when you point your finger at one person three point back at you so i could point my finger at her and be like bitch you the reason why we caught off our marriage you the reason why i was depressed i wanted to commit suicide love really do like it's it's in the you guys can google it your heart has heart strings and when it's that broken heart like it is that deep like people have died of a broken heart um, you know how when people have been married for so long and then one spouse died and the other one died, they die of a broken heart. Like, emotions are so strong, you guys. So, it's not about you taking my man. A man can't be taken. He cannot be taken. He wants to step up. Like, that's all on him. Like, there's nothing you can do. You can throw that ass in the circle, cart, flip, whatever. That's not what got him. A guy leaves because he wants to leave. So, it's not about that. Um... But when you sit back and look at all the time you put in and, like I said, the future that you build in your head and when that bubble bursts, like, bitch. But growth is a beautiful thing. That's not a person for you. 
And why do you want to continue to stay into something where you know you upset and mad half of the time? That's not a future, honey. That's not even that's not even a, a relationship that anybody should have. You so stuck on relationship, you're not even analyzing it that it's not a healthy relationship. Like it was a lot of stuff that I need to learn. Probably was a lot I need to grow. Like I hadn't even found myself yet. Like yes, everybody wants love, and love comes in different forms. But you should give each other a chance to grow before you try to jump into something because because at the end of the day let me tell you what you're doing you really just building yourself up with somebody else like a lot of us you notice after you with somebody else they'd be perfect for somebody else you literally train that person not to say that we're animals or anything but let's say you were to have a dog and you trained it and you put in all this work and then you decide you don't want the dog no more so when you sell it the dog go outside you know and know not to chew on stuff like somebody else put in that work for the benefits of what you that's kind of how like relationships are we're building we're building ourselves number one it's not that many virgins in the world so you already done deflowered somebody let's just be honest and so just like somebody was with somebody else in that way you are molding someone for someone else they're learning like don't drink out a song the mother niggas was practice they were practice for me for me okay I'm about to go on another tangent, but that's kind of how life is. Like, I just started looking at all the book I have coming out is about me reviewing my past. And I kind of went through them all. And life is not about going through. Life is mostly about reflection. If you don't sit back and reflect, there's no way you can take the good and the bad from a situation and make sure that you learn. A lot of these books and audios that I'm reading, I'm listening and learning from other people's lives. But I have to make sure I'm doing that for myself, too. So when they say journal, it is very important to journal. But also go back and reflect. You shouldn't be um, walking around the same wall over and over again. That's on you. You should you should have seen a doorknob at some point and walked in that bed and walked up the steps. If you just keep walking around the wall, there's nobody to blame but you. So... With a lot of these relationships, we're learning. You're learning what you do like, what you don't like. You don't have to hate that person. And you could definitely move on. Um, but just don't be the victim. Because when you point your finger at someone else, you got three point back at yourself. So in other words, accountability. Um, accountability, accountability, accountability. Let's see. Um, that was one of them. But that's going to be me. I so love that. I'm like, can I come to the wedding? I even asked him. He was like, we're probably just going to go to the church. I knew it. And be careful with these guys because just because they married, that don't mean nothing. Like, I have to monitor our conversations because that's just me. Now, I don't know what type of conversations they were having when he was with me, but you shouldn't be doing certain stuff if you're in a relationship. And if you don't do it, let me stop you right there. Let me, let me, let me keep you, let me help her out by helping you out <laughs> because people have choice and they will do whatever they want to do and at the end of the day just know that you can't control nobody so whether you got the last name honey or the ring honey i told my sister i'd rather have a person's heart fuck a last name fuck a ring if i don't have your heart i don't want the name or the ring because you might give somebody your last name and your ring and they still in love with someone else so in other words you're kind of like a replacement and you're not a really good replacement if they're still reaching out to the other person. You know, I'm just saying. Um, the next one is, 
This one say, baby mama memes better. Bitches be like, I'm his baby mama. I'm going to be around regardless. And it say, I'm okay. You going to be around and be mad as fuck. Mad when he get a new woman. Mad when he have other kids. Mad when he move on in his life and leave you in the baby mama category and get a wife. So round of applause, bitch, by all means, stick around. And while you sticking around, have a seat in the simple bitch section, baby mama. Now, that was very, very, very disrespectful. I get 100% what they were saying. <laughs> but while you focusing on all that energy, like I would never even say that. I'm going to be his baby mama. I'm going to be around. Why are you putting all your energy into something that is gone, honey? Focus that energy on into them kids and on your future man. Like I said, your future husband on his knees praying, God, where is she? And what he want to tell you is she's still stuck on her old man. So let's give her a couple of months, a couple of days, a couple of weeks. So, like I was saying, you can't be stuck on something that's not for you or you're going to miss out on what is. And I do believe there's that there is somebody out there for everybody. But you have to make sure that you're, if you were a plane, the planes cannot land until the runway is clear. So, God can't send your plane down until you clear your runway. So, you got to get all that stuff out of the way. Um, so, another one. I got two more, y'all. So, the other one says, I mean, seriously, am I the only baby mama that's not petty with my baby baby daddy girlfriend he is a father i trust his judgment so i know he wouldn't put someone unfit around my child i don't care if she buy my child something thank you girl make something cook something play with him take pictures anything matter of fact you can come get him too i need a break some of y'all baby mamas need to grow up and get out your feelings those things are not disrespectful y'all are just bitter and you look for every reason to pick a fight and get some attention. I definitely agree with that. Okay, so I was with my ex, one of my ex-lovers, and we took a picture with his son. And it got back to the baby mama. She got upset. You think, you think honestly, your child's going to be around me and I'm not going to change him? I'm not going to play with him? I'm not going to take pictures with him? I never understood what was wrong with that. Nobody said I was his mother. You know how many hours you was in labor with him and pushed him out. You and the daddy know and all the family members and everybody who know you should know. So why are you concerned about if strangers see me holding your child? Because they are irrelevant. All the people that do see me, see me holding your child should know that that's your child. I don't think that's disrespectful at all. At all. Especially if you don't know me. So you just judge me off of whatever. Off of nothing. And if a man has your child around and you everybody, well, that's on you for picking that type of guy and bearing a seat with him. You, you should have analyzed a little bit more before you got a child with him. Now you got to deal with, he don't even know who to have your child around. But don't put me in that category because that's disrespectful to me. Now, if I were to have a kid, it didn't work out with my guy, he's with someone else. My only concern, where did Scratch came from? Why my baby hungry? I sent him with plenty snacks. You know what I mean? Um, well, Dane and Braves raggedy, she could at least took it out and redid it. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I would be.
but you know hey and then i got one more it say baby mothers gather around his girlfriend should be should be your best friend don't you know that woman who want to be with your child's dad will do almost anything for your kids from buying clothes to doing hair to showing up for extracurricular activities you got to be crazy to not want the extra help just because he don't want you y'all better baby mamas be missing it while i'm sitting over here waiting on these kids step parents like she got the emoji flipping the hair and can't catch a break to save my life Remember to always use logic and do what's best for the kids. Don't ever be so in your feelings that you keep a kid from their dad over a chick. Your kids need their father. Now go drop them kids off and find you a life somewhere with somebody better. I like that one. I like that one. I really do. So shout out to all the foster mothers out there. I've heard it is going to be extremely hard. That is definitely something that I'm interested in. I remember looking at Team Mom and one family, um, I don't know if it was adopted, foster, whatever. It was over 100 kids. And I and all I could think, of course they all didn't stay with her at the same time. Come on, let's be real. But no matter how long they stayed, they touched 100 little people's lives. And I honestly think that's kind of like what life is about. Like, how many lives did you touch? We, we down here collecting coins. It's not about the coins. It's probably going to be how many lives did you touch. You know? Whether you wrote a song or a book or a movie or just people in your search circle. Because we all have different audiences. Some can reach more than others. I don't think you're going to be judged for not reaching as many as someone else when your audience isn't that big. But based on our own personal metrics, how many people did you reach? In a positive way, because we affect people positively and negatively. And sometimes you code something as negative and it's not negative. If you told that man he need to get up and find a job, that's not negative. You definitely need to get up and be a productive adult in society and go work. Now, if you want to start your own business, do your go to sunbiz.gov, get your EIN, start do your business plan, make your webpage, your logo, get to it. Nobody's gonna just hand you anything. Like accountability. So that wouldn't be a negative thing, but people want to say that's negative. It's not how you say it. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Sometimes it's not. It, it is what it is. Take your feelings out of it and 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 just look at the meat and the potatoes. It's either truth or it's not. So um, I'm a little bit nervous about entering that world. I don't want them maliciously. And then my cousin, she um, goes like inspects the parents and stuff. And so I've heard her stories on her podcast. And it's just like, whoa. Um, I've heard other podcasts where this lady, she adopted kids and... um, the kid had a scratch and it was a whole to do about DCF coming out and analyzing the kids and asking them questions and she couldn't say anything and they even was going to take her own kids that had nothing to do with the foster kids so it gets very very testing um but I definitely shout out to the foster moms that is a battle most women will never know about and I commend you whether you have your own and you included them or instead of having your own you just decided to want to help the ones that were already out there because if it were left up to me everybody would have to 
adopt at least one kid before you start your own family. And not to say that you have to, but I just, I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's fair. Kind of like training. I don't know. I just, I always imagine like if I was a foster kid, I would, I would wonder why my parents didn't keep me, but also why nobody else wants me. It's bad enough my parents don't want me. Now nobody don't want to come get me and put me in their home. Like, like the misfit toys on the island or something. And my heart just kind of goes out to them because they're kids. Everybody knows kids are innocent. And a lot of people may not can't afford it, but a lot of people can and they still um they still not getting these kids. So I don't know. Maybe just because I love kids so much, of course my heart's gonna melt with that subject. Um and I also want to be a bio- biological mother one day. Um, so if I can have kids, great. If I have to go see a fertility specialist, that's even better because I want twins. And I know for sure they can put two eggs in there. So um, I've just been observing. I'm just in like a weird place in life. Like, of course, I want to start my business and stuff. But I've been thinking about... Um, partner and family a lot more than I have in my life um it was something I've always wanted but now I feel like I'm in prep mode so I wanted to do a podcast for moms so that was my podcast on moms um I really do feel like you guys are superheroes there was no disrespect to the men I'll do another podcast on you guys later because we all know every castle needs a king, okay? Um, but this was just for the women, and I just want to say that you're doing a great job. No matter what anyone says, it, my mom always said being a parent, period, doesn't come with a manual. So it's kind of like the nurse gives you the baby, y'all get in the car and drive off, figure shit out from there. So, and then you can only teach what you were learned and what your parent learned. So, you know. I don't think nobody ever gets this thing 100%, right? So we just can commend you for making sure the kids reach adulthood, <laughs> okay? If you can get them through high school, then you, you've done a great job. Look, the rest is on them, and you're definitely the co-pilot at that point, okay? But right now, you are flying the plane, so it's all on you, and you're doing a great job. But that was it for this episode. Um, And once again, a special I love you to my mom and grandma. And a big love you, thank you to my sisters. Because you guys do not know how much um, that meant to me. Because I had no idea what to expect with this process. But guess what? It's over. Baby about to open these bank accounts and um, pass out business cards left and right. And we should be making some money. And y'all know I ain't selfish. So this is for the fam. Fam, bam. All right. Bye, y'all. And this concludes today's conversation. Thanks a million for listening. You can reach me on other social media platforms at www.linktr.ee forward slash L-U-V period M-E-E-S-H www.linktree.com forward slash love dot niche 
I hope you have a better than great day. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye.